I have pushed the button. It's a uh, Married with Channels podcast. Hello there. Hey. I'm Moose. I'm Jody. Yeah. And we do this podcast where we look at TV shows, review them, sometimes movies. And, uh, oh, Oscars are coming up this weekend. Whoops. Whoops. We got to one of those nominees. Maybe we can squeeze out one before. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> There's enough, barely time for one a week. It's all right. Let's get into, uh, we got three things to get to. Pieces of her turning red and uh, our flag means death. We'll start with Pieces of Her on Netflix. Yeah. Which is the uh, television show version of a novel by, I want to say Kristen Slaughter is her name. Yeah, that sounds big. Yeah, yeah it's definitely that Slaughter, but. Um, Tony Collette's in here and she's kind of the biggest name out of the group. There's a bunch of faces you've seen before or a couple anyway, but you don't know their name. Sure. But, uh, basically it's, it's kind of a unraveling of a past yeah. type of story. And there's a lot of flashbacks and this woman has been in witness protection for many a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, there will be spoilers coming here, so if you haven't watched it, be prepared. We'll try and give you a little warning closer, too. But uh, Pieces of Her, it's like eight episodes on Netflix. Yeah. I can't imagine there'll be a season two. Probably not. Unless the author of the book writes another one and it makes sense. But I don't know. What'd you think of Pieces of Her? I thought it started out good. I was really into it. Mm -hmm. And... Couldn't wait to like, oh, who is this person? What's going to happen next? You know, and yeah, kind of that unraveling. Um, but then I'll say I hated the last episode and the ending. Yeah, I'm with uh, you on all that. Yeah, it started out great. Yeah, I mean that first fifteen minutes was whoa. Yeah, you know, caught your attention, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. The only there was an iota of something was going to happen, and I'm not saying I saw that something like that was coming in that diner slash restaurant. Mm -hmm. But when they said like that guy keeps staring over here, mm -hmm. and they cut to that guy, and he had this like really sinister look. I'm yeah. like, oh, that guy's got issues. But yeah, I didn't think he would, you know, do yeah. what he did. Sure, which kind of set the wheels in motion for the unraveling of uh, of. Uh, Jane is her real name. Yeah. Who is this Laura? Yeah. Yeah. Laura, Laura. is her witness protection program name. Yeah. yeah. So it started out great. The first two episodes I'm in, yeah. but starting episode about four, it just kind of dragged out a little bit. And like you, the ending, the last episode was not satisfying at all. Yeah. Okay. You're going on a walk on the beach. Yeah. Like they could have probably ended it 20 minutes before it actually ended. I think so. I'm you trying know, to. The scene where he gets arrested, like, just end it there. After they, you know, the Calvary comes, like, just be done there. I yeah. don't know why you needed all that extra stuff after. You know, I think they're trying to really go for, you know, the, the mother-daughter relationship. Because I think this story is all about mother and daughter stuff. I mean, I think that's there, but... It's really a story of who is this woman? What happened to her? You know? Yeah, but I think they use that as a way to develop a mother-daughter relationship and the complexities involved with that. Mm. But 
it's just none of it really worked too good. Yeah. You know, it's, I was thinking about this a lot and pieces of her to me seems like it's a story that is best served in the novel form. Mm, maybe so. Where you're, you're developing your own characterizations of these people. I think the stuff they provided, it's just, there's not enough meat on the bone for the visual medium mm-hmm. of sure. TV and movies there. Yep. You know, and maybe that's just a matter of bad writing and the direction. Maybe. For the show, because, you know, there's been a lot of really good thrilling movies that didn't have, you know, super action set pieces and, you know, yeah. spy versus spy bullshit. Sure. Um, but this, I think, was just better suited for the novel. And I, I don't know the numbers on the book sales. I imagine it's pretty good if, you know, if Netflix commissioned a TV series on it. Sure. But uh, yeah, it just, it teased you with a really good start. Then after that, it's just meh. Well, and even some of the kind of the, the subplot lines, not that I need everything super obvious, but even some of that was a little like, that could have been done better. Like um, her, the, the daughter and the U.S. Marshal, them kind mm-hmm. of, kind of flirting but it wasn't super obvious and then like you know he eventually asks her out to dinner and i'm like oh so he does like her like what they could have kind of built that chemistry a little bit better i think yeah uh short of them like having a a love embrace in the motel and making love that night yeah i could have done yeah there could have been more seeds planted that made you think these two might like each other in the long run yeah They also didn't build up the bad guy enough for me. Like, he's just some guy. Like, why does he have such a hold over people? Why does he get people to do things? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really understand what his... Yeah. Because the first two, three episodes, they made him out of this real big, you know, boogeyman. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, she's terrified of this person. Nick's kind of going to come get me. Well, and and even, even throughout, she said, she made the comment like, I did anything he told me to, you know, like, well, but how, why is this guy so, you know, yeah, it's influential almost like, on people. It's like they wanted us to believe he was kind of a cult leader, but yeah. we didn't get any evidence of that in the flashbacks. He was a leader of this, you know, I don't group. want to say terrorist group, but yeah. this group that was trying to cause change by any means necessary. But I didn't see any like casting of spells over people, not literally, but. You know, yeah, because even when in the flashbacks when she was younger, she was defying him. Yeah. And, you know, even trying to get out of there. Yep. And then there's that scene where he, you know, punched her pretty bad and closed the door on the room there. Yeah. That was the only real flashback I I remember where he was a vile piece of shit. Yeah. Other than that, he just seemed like a guy who really believed in what he believed in. Yeah, he's champion for a cause. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no like... David Koresh type of shit going on there or L. Ron Hubbard to where people are like, take my money, Nick. Yeah. Take well, my life. I will serve you. Yeah. Even the other people in the group, they weren't afraid of him. They, they also were kind of champion for causes, you know, they were. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. They just <clears throat> didn't build up the bad guy enough for me there. Yeah. No, the, the person they, they, built this story of the characters who they, this person they alluded to 
didn't match what we got. Yeah. Both in the current time and in the flashbacks. Exactly. Yeah. I was expecting this like borderline serial killer bad motherfucker who's stabbing a grandma because she took the green (laughs) M&Ms when, you know, (laughs) but yeah, like we said, he's just a guy who believes in what he believes and he's good at leading people and that's it. Yeah. There wasn't real big bed scary guy going on there. And I mean, just, I mean, the scene, obviously, you know, any domestic violence is frowned upon in my book. Obviously, yeah. Anytime a a man puts his hands on a woman, yeah. okay, you're you're really but rotten it, guy but that yeah and that was kind of towards the end when you're already supposed to think that he's this big fearful guy i don't know to me that just didn't match up either so, no um i think too i didn't understand something else another subplot that i didn't quite get was the relationship that laura had with her father it was oh yeah like they insinuated but never really kind of laid it out there that her father was the father of her child but that's not true her fa- nick is the father of her child yeah, but, but they kind of i know they kind of toyed with the that. Water like wait what and then like i didn't understand the scene where he drugged his daughter mm-hmm. i was like oh no what is he gonna do to her because yeah, he was kept that talking about? it up about how special and different she was and she's so special to him and i'm like this is creeping me out is this like incest going on here you know we're going down a road i'm not comfortable with. yeah and but they never but then they just said like she just kind of brushed that part off like he tried to kill my baby he'll he's trying to do anything to prevent this child from being born it's like oh that was the point of that not to not to rape her or you know i don't know i didn't get it again it's like a thread that they didn't bother to tie up yeah just and but it was there you were aware of it so it's like what was the point there i don't know here's the uh opening scene from pieces of her in the diner where uh the shit goes down that's like oh wow this is gonna be good do your job where's your fucking gun she, uh, she doesn't have a gun. She's not a cop. She just works for them, answering phones. So, you can go now. You fucking fake useless bitch! Wait. Shoot me! Right about there is where uh, he uh, pulls a knife, stabs her in the hand, and a couple of seconds later, she cuts his throat with the blade that's in her hand. That's like the only cool scene in this movie. That was crazy. TV show. Yeah, that was crazy. And, and I was, huh? And that was where I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, um, and that was also that in the next episode. I was thinking, oh, this is going to be good because Tony Collette doesn't usually sign on to bad stuff. Sure. And, I don't want to give anything away from possible Oscar talk, but she made a bad choice of Nightmare Alley. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that movie either. She's 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 made a couple bad decisions here. This one was not. Yeah. Not that great. Sure. 
I don't know. Anything else on pieces of her? No. I mean, if you're looking for something to watch, maybe check it out. But set the bar low, I guess. I'd say skip it. Skip it. I'd say skip (laughs) it. I think there's probably about four other things you could watch besides pieces of her. Hmm. Yeah. Look, Tony Collette's great. The acting overall is pretty good, but it's just not a good cohesive series story. In me opinion. Moving on. Yep. All right. To what the kids are watching. Yay, children. Enjoy your apple juice. Well, it, I mean, we watched this too. Well, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> well, look, everything they watch, we watch for the most part. Yeah, you know? they are uh, in control of our television for most of the daylight hours. We, you know, this is, uh, we watch Turning Red. Yeah. This past weekend or the week before, whatever. Yep. The Disney Plus Pixar movie um, about a young girl who has this thing in her family where she, um, when she gets all wound up, she turns into a red panda. Giant a red giant panda. giant red panda, yeah. <laughs> she just goes poof. And yeah. She's a furry giant red panda. And it's okay. I didn't really... Yeah. Love it or. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm guessing you liked it. I huh? did. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. I, I liked it. I did. Um, There were a couple things that I didn't like within the story. And um, don't spoil the end for me because full disclosure, I did fall asleep oh, yeah. at the very end. <laughs> I forgot you fell asleep. Yes, I did. Sorry. So I have to rewatch the ending of this you- movie, but. You actually lasted longer than I thought. Yeah. Because we watched it. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. And yeah. All the lights were off. Yep. Dinner was in the tummy. <laughs> I figured you'd be asleep within a half hour, but you made it through, I'd say about three quarters of the thing. At one point, our child looked at us and was like, I think daddy's asleep. I think I did zone and, yeah, out. Yeah, you bit. did go to sleep a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know. I I like the movie. I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. I don't like the, you know, 13-year-old girls running away to go to a concert without adults. Like, yeah, that really bothered you. That bothered me because I'm like, no, don't do that. Your families don't know where you are. Like, something bad could happen. Those, At least tell somebody what you're doing. That mommy spidey sense going yes. off there, yeah. Yeah, totally. But. I thought it was funny and cute and, yeah. you know. I thought it was just okay. Huh. Um, and the Pixar canon, it's definitely not in the top 10. Hmm. Um, uh, I liked the main character, Maylin. Maylin? Maylin, yeah. May May. I like the main character. I like her friends. Um, but I just, nothing about it really kind of rung for me you hmm, know sure uh, rang the bell so to speak hmm. but you know if your kid's gonna be watching something i don't think there's anything there that's really troubling aside from you know the kids running off to the concert by themselves yeah but, you know but yeah it's good cute fun yeah uh, i recommend yeah. it yeah if you got so. disney plus go check it out with your kid yeah and finally just real quick um our flag means death which is from Taiki Watiti and uh, see somebody else. The guys who did What We Do in the Shadows, which is on FX, which we love. Yes. 
So I saw the trailer for this, like, oh, they're doing essentially what we do in the shadows, but with pirates, I'm in, you know, like the pirate stuff. Yeah. Like the, what we do in the shadows, win, win, win. Sure. And we watched, uh, I think we watched the first three episodes, maybe four. Sure. And it's just okay. Yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't have that snap that what we do in the shadows, at least season one did. It has some funny chuckle moments, but it's not grabbing me or holding my attention. It's yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing there for me, really. Kind of boring. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I call it boring. I would call it not living up to expectations. Sure. Um, it's fine. I'll watch it. Um, but it's not, it's definitely not what we do in the shadows. And a good indication that it wasn't going to be as good is the fact that it's on HBO Max. And I'll tell you why. Hmm. Because what we do in the shadows is the Taiki Watiti, what I forget the other guy's names, show. And it's a, I think it's probably at least a moderate success, enough that they've had two, maybe three seasons. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, the network you're on gets first refusal for anything new you have. Ah, uh, so they passed. So, it looks like FX passed on this. Mm-hmm. That opened it up to shopping it around to other streamers, networks, whatever. Sure. And to me, it's like, well, if FX is passing on it, it's probably B grade. Yeah. Their not B material. Not their best. Not the best. Not and what I, they're expecting, maybe. Yeah. And I don't want to shit on it because sure. I don't think it's a bad show. I think it's one of those shows. And I'll, I'll use the example Parks and Rec. Like the first season, Parks and Rec, it was good. It was fine. Yep. But it really hit its stride season two. Sure. And we won't go into why, but the fact remains that Parks and Rec season two is when it really got good. So maybe this is a show that needs some time to marinate and find its footing and get its voice, you know? Are you going to stick it out to find out? I probably will. Yeah. Yeah. It might be one of those shows I put on while you fall asleep on right? a Saturday night at 1030, you know? <laughs> uh, yes. Like I said, you it's know not. You me it's all not, too well. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's not bad. It's just not what we do in the shadows. It doesn't have that sparkle. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of check out when you watch that. So. Might go watch it tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'll fall asleep on the couch. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. On this Married with Channels podcast, the married couple doing the TV reviews. Sometimes movies, sometimes, sometimes documentaries. Movies. Uh, Nightmare Alley sucks. Yeah, I, I did not why, like that. I don't know why that's nominated for an Oscar. It's just so bad. Um, none, of, none of them really like stood out like, oh, I want to see that, you know, yeah. this year. I don't know. Maybe that's still like pandemic production woes, Maybe. you know, who knows, but... But follow us on the uh, your podcast provider. Give us a good review. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Mary W. Chance. Share. Tell your friend. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.